Welcome to the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm your host, Eva Peterson, life coach and Ayurvedic health counselor for changemakers, activists, and advocates. Each week, I'm here to support you in creating the change that you want to see in the world without sacrificing your health and well being. If you are on a mission to make the world a better place, whether you're just starting to get involved or decades deep, you are welcome here. Hello, hello, how are you? I hope you're doing well. I was just listening to my theme music and doing a little dance. I love to, to just kind of like listen to that and get into the mood to record these podcasts because it totally pumps me up. I hope that you love it too. I'm also just really excited about today's topic, how to set goals and New Year's resolutions that you'll actually stick to. And this is part of a goal setting series that I'm doing leading up to the new year. But if you're listening to this, not in December, then that's cool too. This goal setting process that I'm going to be walking you through and the follow through tips that are coming in the next episode, all of this is going to be really applicable for any time of year, any type of goals or any time that you're setting goals. So welcome, I'm really excited to share this with you. Today I'm going to be talking about my journey with New Year's resolutions and goal setting. I'm gonna be talking a bit about why most goals fail and the mindset that we want to approach our goal setting with. I think this is so important and not something that is really ever talked about. So I'm really excited to dive into that a little bit with you today. I'm also going to be talking about the importance of systems. I recently read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, or kind of recently, I read it like last summer. And it really talked about how we need to use systems and the systems that we can use and how to develop those so that we can reach our goals and so that we can create change in our lives. And so I wanted to bring a bit of that wisdom from him into this podcast series as well. And then today we're going to wrap with a step-by-step, very practical goal setting process that you can use this week to set yourself up for success in the new year. So I just wanted to start by talking a little bit about my history with New Year's resolutions and goal setting because it's, it's been a bit of a journey, you know? I always used to set New Year's resolutions. I then almost always forgot about them very quickly, probably like never followed through with them until very recently. And so I kind of had this love-hate relationship with goals and with New Year's resolutions as well because I kept not reaching them. I would either like forget about them, possibly intentionally, sometimes unintentionally because I just got busy, but it really started to kind of like erode my self-confidence, erode my self-trust because I couldn't really trust myself to follow through on what I said I was going to do. And so towards the end of each year, I would kind of like look back and beat myself up basically for not reaching my goals and just get really judgmental. So yeah, it was a real blow to my self-confidence and my self-trust. So finally, I just stopped. I just stopped setting goals. I stopped setting New Year's resolutions. And 
for a few years there, I also did like word of the year. But again, I, I really had no plan to get myself to that word. And so now looking back, I can see, you know, kind of what I was doing wrong. Um, I've since then had a lot of training around how to set goals. Um, some of that worked for me, some of it didn't. But now I really do trust myself to follow through on my goals because I have a goal setting process that really works, that I've used myself, but also led clients through. And I have the, the tools and the systems, I have a way to set those up so that I actually follow through with my goals. And so that is what I'm really excited to share with all of you today and over the next couple of weeks in this podcast series about goal setting. So yeah, I'm, it's been quite the evolution, some ups and some downs. I'm sure that you can probably relate. And I'm talking about goals and New Year's resolutions. And so I'm going to use those two terms interchangeably. I'll probably just stick with goals actually, but know that I'm also speaking about New Year's resolutions. If you're listening to this in real time or a December in the future, because podcasts have no time limit, which is really cool. So resolutions and goals, both of these things are outcomes that we desire, right? A specific outcome that you want to achieve. And so goals can be an excellent tool to help us develop self-trust, self-confidence, to grow in our competency, to practice the growth mindset, to build our resilience. Goals can be excellent vehicles for self-development. Or, <laughs> like I mentioned before, they can be a, a great way to erode our self-trust and our self-confidence. And a little, a little like tip for this, just right up top. A major red flag, if you're thinking to yourself as you are setting your goals, I should do X, Y, or Z. Hmm, that should, anytime those shoulds come up for us, we need to take a deeper look. And I'll talk about that a little more in just a minute. But basically, so last year, last January, this is just last January, but I was still kind of in that mindset of like, I'm not going to set New Year's resolutions. They're silly, da, da, da. If that's you too, that's fine. No worries. But yeah, because I had like not been able to accomplish my New Year's resolutions in the past, I didn't want to set new ones. And so I just came up with, it kind of followed like the word of the year model, but I came up with a phrase, which was to consistently create. That's very vague. What are you creating, Eva? What does consistency look like? Once a week? Once a year? I don't, I don't know, right? Very vague. And so I didn't actually like dive into that in a, in a really effective way that actually changed my life until partway through the year. And I realized that through some of like the, the review stuff that I talked about in last week's episode. So if you haven't gone into last week's episode about a year review, a year in review, definitely check that out before you get to your goal setting process. Because one of the things that we really want to do is learn the lessons from the past year, right? Like, so why did I not achieve my goals in the past? Why didn't I 
actually follow through on my new year's resolutions in the past. We want to learn from that and take those lessons into the new year and into whatever new goals that we're going to be setting. So through that review process, um, not just the week or sorry, the yearly review that I just did, but (laughs) way earlier this year, um, through some self-reflection and a bit of a review, I was able to realize why I wasn't consistently creating some of like the pitfalls that I had, um, I could say fallen into, but kind of chose to step into in order to let myself off the hook and not meet my goals. And so I'm going to share with that or share that with you in just a second. But basically, I realized I had this self-identity of someone who wasn't consistent. And if I looked back in my life, I could find examples of that, like times where I wasn't consistent, right? Like I tried to, or I did launch a YouTube channel twice. I've done that. And I was consistent for a few weeks and then fell off. Um, And then with other things in my life, I wasn't consistent. But then I could also look back, I realized when I started to dive into this, I could look back at ways that I was consistent throughout my life. Just to stick with business for a minute, I have been publishing a monthly newsletter for the last, what, year and a half or so? Um, And there are definitely other examples that I have in my life of ways that I was consistent. So my mind, my brain was choosing to focus on the not being consistent. And that was my self-identity. And so I had to evolve that. So I want to talk about goals, New Year's resolutions as a vehicle for evolving our self-identity and the importance of that because it's just something that's not talked about much. So I'm going to touch on that today, but then really dive into that next week on the podcast too. All right, so let's talk about why most goals, most New Year's resolutions fail. We all love setting resolutions at this time of year, or goal setting in general, it doesn't matter if you're coming up on January, whatever time of year it is for you, we love setting goals because it literally releases dopamine, which is one of those really feel-good chemicals in our brains. But last episode I shared that about 40% of people have given up on their resolutions by February 1st, and only about 10 to 15%, depending on what study you're looking at, actually have followed through with their goal by the end of the time period that they set for themselves. So let's say by the end of the year, if you're setting a New Year's resolution. And so let's go into a couple of the reasons why this tends to happen. So we have some awareness around that. And so we don't fall into these pitfalls in the coming year. (laughs) So first of all, what I have seen in myself and also with others and with a lot of like the goal setting strategies that are around the internets, the interwebs, they just don't actually have a strategy to reach our goals. So one of my mentors, Sam Laura Brown, she says this time and time again, and I think it's so true. Your follow through problem is probably a planning problem. So we don't take the time to create a plan to actually achieve our goals. And so part of the plan that I'm going to give you today and during the course of this series, this goal setting series, is the review. So make sure that you check that out. I can't like stress the importance of the review and the self-awareness that that will bring you um, and, and how that will help you to prepare for your goal setting process. 
So make sure you check that out. Also, we don't approach our goals with the growth mindset. So we expect perfection from ourselves right off the bat. And we have this real like all or nothing, right? And so this is this like all or nothing thinking is what's going on when we talk about like, oh, I fell off the bandwagon, right? So for example, if your goal is to write a blog post every week, let's say, um, or yeah, let's just stick with that, that one. If your goal is to write a blog post every single week and one week you miss it because something happened, then you're just like, okay, screw it. I'm done for the month. I'll start fresh next year or I'll start fresh next month. We just totally fall off the bandwagon instead of just saying, okay, you know, I, I missed this week. All right. Cool. Let me look at why I missed this week. Let me learn the lessons, right? Learn how I can stop that from happening in the future, hopefully. We really want to watch out for that all or nothing mindset. Another thing that we don't do, and this goes into that growth mindset. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to the podcast episodes about the change maker mindset, the growth mindset, I believe those are episodes three and four of the podcast. So as you're working towards your goals, you might just listen to those episodes as kind of refreshers to help yourself stay in the growth mindset. And that's something that I do. I revisit these growth mindset tools pretty often throughout the year in order to help myself just stay in that mindset that really helps me to continue persisting and continue to go after creating the change that I want to see in the world while taking care of my health. <laughs> so important. All right, so another thing that we do, don't do, I think I just mentioned this, um, but not committed to the long term. So. We expect ourselves to just shift overnight, right? We want lasting change and lasting change comes from a process. It is a journey. We can't just flip a switch and all of a sudden be different people. <laughs> Long-term change comes from developing a new self-image and a new self-image comes from proving to ourselves through our small daily habits that we are transforming, right? It comes from this process and that takes a long time. That takes a while to build up. It's not something that happens overnight and that's okay. That's just the way it is, right? So oftentimes people will, you know, a few months or a few weeks, even maybe a few days into the new year, they will just give up right? Say so like, what's the point anyway of these New Year's resolutions? Because they expect unrealistic instant change and their self-image hasn't had time to catch up with the goal that they've set for themselves. So we're going to talk a bit about that, a bit more about that next week. But basically you want to set yourself up with milestones. So you're kind of ramping up towards your goal you're allowing yourself to have time to grow into the person, to become the person that will reach your goal instead of just expecting yourself to bam overnight. I don't know how that snap sounds in the microphone. Sorry, I'll stop doing that. Maybe that's annoying. <laughs> um, but yeah, instead of expecting ourselves to just snap into this new identity, right? Okay, next, another reason why goals often fail is that typically, we don't take time 
to think deeply about the reasons why we are setting resolutions. So we don't do that deep inner work again to become the person that can achieve the goals. And we don't reflect on what might have gone quote unquote wrong last year, the year before, whatever. Like why, okay. So right now we are in our lives where we are because of the thoughts that we're thinking, because of our self-identity, because of our beliefs, right? And so we need to take some time to think about that, to, to uncover those thoughts, to uncover those beliefs. And that's part of what we did in the review last week. We want to take some time to think about what we are thinking, what we are believing right now that is shaping our current life, because we're going to need to change those up a bit in order to become the person that can achieve this new goal. So we want to think about like why maybe you're setting your goals from a place of feeling unhappy or feeling unfulfilled, right? And you really want to dig into why am I feeling unhappy? Why am I feeling unfulfilled? Why am I feeling X, Y, or Z way? Doing the deep inner work before we then set the new goal. Okay. Also, so what I mentioned earlier, oftentimes our goals fail because they are based on what other people think we should do or what other people want for us, what other people want for our lives and not based on our own values. So I mentioned one of those red flags, right? For example, I hate to mention this, but I'm going to. Okay, so a lot of people set resolutions of like losing weight losing weight for the new year. (laughs) If you know me personally, you know that I have not weighed myself for, gosh, I don't even know, eight years now, uh, possibly longer than that. I think weight had, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like go into that right now because I could like get on a real rant. But anyway, so a lot of people set goals around weight loss, right? And they have this, this thought that they should weigh X or Y or Z amount. Is that actually based on what you want? Or is that based on this patriarchal society that we live in that tells women that they are not worthy? They are not worthy of existing unless they fit into this photoshopped, idealistic version of what our modern society says beauty is right now. Right? Okay, I'm just going to stop that there. Yeah, so just look out for those shoulds. And and this takes some really deep inner work because I remember back in the days when I was living in New York and I was really wrapped up in, um, just wrapped up in, in the culture of the US, right? Which is a patriarchal culture, which is white supremacy culture, very wrapped up around that or in that. And if that's you too, like no shade at all, that is totally understandable. But yeah, when I was wrapped up in that, I it really, it took a long time for me to even know what I wanted. I remember asking myself like, wait a minute, like, like what do I want? And for a long time asking myself that question, just sitting there with my journal, it took a while for me to like uncover that. It took some space and some time for me to uncover that. So if that is you, like I totally understand. And that's something that we all struggle with at times and that's okay. But use this this time of reflection as we end the year or you can have a time of reflection no matter what time of year it is for you. Use this time to really get into touch with what you want. 
what I do with some of my clients or well, with all of my clients now <laughs> is I help them to identify their North Star. And so that is their personal mission statement. Um, you could kind of relate it to like a life purpose. It is the change that you want to see in the world and the change that you are trying to create, right? And so that really gives us that, that want, that desire, that focus, that direction. And if you don't feel clear about that, about the direction that you're taking your life or the change that you really wanna see in the world, if you don't feel clear about that, then I wanna invite you to sign up for my newsletter when you sign up, you'll get an email series that will, like I think it's like four emails or so, that will walk you through a process to identify your North Star. And so when we set goals, we wanna make sure that they are aligned with our values, not with what other people want for us. Okay, another thing that we tend to do, another reason why our goals tend to fail is because we forget about them. Now, sometimes this is intentional. I know I've done that. I just kind of put it in the back of my mind or tell myself I don't have time for it or whatnot, right? Sometimes we just intentionally forget about our goals. Other times this is unintentional. So we just literally get so busy, we get so distracted with other things going on in our lives that we forget about our goals. So we wanna look out for that. Last thing that I'm gonna mention here about why we tend to fail on our goals is that we set too many goals at once. So we set all of these goals because we're, we're feeling good, we're getting that dopamine hit from setting these goals. And then we actually try to implement all those things and it is just too much, right? We don't even give ourselves a chance. Like we're just overwhelmed by all this change, all these different areas of our lives that we're trying to change. So through the goal setting process that I'm gonna take you through in a moment, we're actually just going to focus on one goal one goal. <laughs> All right. And then another thing that, that James Clear talks about in that book, Atomic Habits, that I mentioned earlier, he talks about how change actually happens. And so another reason why our goals tend to fail is because we don't understand this. We don't understand how change happens. There are three levels at which change occurs. One is the outcome level, what you get. Two, process, that's what you do. And three is identity, what you believe. So your worldview and your self image, what you believe about the world and about yourself. So when we're setting goals that we're actually going to stick to, <laughs> we need to be sure to consider all three of these things, the outcome, the process, and the identity. But typically, most people and most goal setting processes that you've possibly done in the past are just focused on the outcome, just focused on what you're going to get from this goal, right? Right, the thing that you're going to change. And they don't talk about the process that you're going to go through to change that or the identity that you need, the worldview that you need or the way that your worldview might need to shift and the way that your self-image might need to shift in order to reach your goal. So today we are going to focus on number one, that outcome. We're going to focus on actually setting the goal. And then next week, we're going to dive into number two, the process, and number three, the identity, right? But we're going to also keep all of those in mind as we go through this goal setting process. So next, I want to dive into the goal setting mindset. This is so important and never talked about. So I'm really excited to like, just bring this to your attention. So goals 
set from a place of I am broken and I need to fix myself or I'm doing something wrong and I need to fix myself, right? From that place of self-judgment that they just don't work. They just don't work. Beating ourselves up for what we're doing now is not going to make us do better next time. I tried that strategy for so long. I would beat myself up if I like made a mistake in a card game or screwed up on a work assignment or something. Like I would beat myself up so much thinking that if if I beat myself up, then I would do better next time. I would like scare myself into doing better. It just doesn't work, just doesn't work. And it makes for a really hard life and a really unenjoyable life so unenjoyable that we give up on our goals, right? Because if we set a goal and then we fail, we're going to continue to beat ourselves up, right? So that's part of why I just gave up on setting goals in the first place. So instead, I want to invite you to set your goals from a place of self-love. I love myself and I am setting goals. I am focusing on evolving myself, on growing in leveling up my self-image because it's fun. And I get a lot of joy from the process of self-development. There's nothing wrong with me right now that I need to fix. (laughs) I'm not broken. I just really enjoy setting goals and going after them. That's, That's really fun for me. And so if that's not fun for you, you don't have to set goals. That's fine. But maybe dig into why. Why is it not so fun? Maybe there's something there to take a look at. Okay. Also, I want to encourage you to, like I said, make sure that you're setting goals from your values, from your desires, not what other people want you to do. And to view your goals as something that you are growing into. So our goals give our personal development a direction, right? There's something that we're growing into. Like I mentioned before, it's not like I am just snapping my fingers and creating change overnight. It's something to grow. So sometimes I like to actually call goals, growth goals. And we're going to view this as a journey, (laughs) as a journey. All right. So let's see. I'm just going to look at my notes here. Oh yeah. It's also great to view goal setting and the process of working towards your goals as an experiment. Getting curious, seeing yourself as a scientist and using your goals and the process of achieving your goals to develop more self-awareness and to get to know yourself better, right? So whether or not you actually achieve your goal, if the focus is on the process and you're enjoying the process and you're developing more self-awareness, then you are already successful. You're already growing so much. All right. So I wanted to give you a few journal prompts or just like questions to meditate on to get your head in the right place before you start setting your goals. So number one, how would I approach my goal setting if I already believed I was worthy and enough just as I am? Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) Number two, how can I show myself more love in the new year. How might my life look different if I didn't care what other people thought or expected of me? How can I say F you to the patriarchy and white supremacy culture this year? 
What do I truly want to create or do next year? How am I going to apply the lessons that I identified in my year in review to the new year? How am I going to approach this year differently? So I'm going to put those journal prompts in the show notes so you can take a look at those at a later time if you want to sit down and spend a little time reflecting. And so I also want to chat a bit about systems. So there's a great quote from that book, Atomic Habits, that I mentioned before. James says, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So goals are the targets that you want to achieve, while systems are the processes that you put in place to achieve them, to achieve those targets. You don't need more motivation. You don't need to beat yourself up, nothing like that. (laughs) If you have a hard time reaching your goals, if you've had a hard time with that in the past, then you just need a better plan. You just need a system. So we really wanna ask ourselves, how can I really enjoy the process? That goal setting high, right? That that kick of dopamine that we get from setting our goals, that New Year's energy, motivation, all of that, that is going to wear off. You can guarantee it. So instead, we want to focus on building new habits, building new systems that become part of us, just become part of the way that we exist in the world, become part of our self-identity in order to reach our goals. Okay, so let's dive into what you've all been waiting for, the goal setting process. So first, I want you to take a moment to get into the right mindset, use those journal prompts that I mentioned before in order to kind of get your head right before you start diving into goal setting. And then I want you to brainstorm a few goals based on your answers to those journal prompts. So maybe give yourself a bit of a challenge here, maybe five to 10 goals, like just allow yourself to brainstorm, allow yourself to get creative. And then taking a look at that list, we're going to pick one. Pick one goal to focus on. Please don't try to tackle them all or else you will feel overwhelmed and you will do nothing. I have been there many times. (laughs) Instead, pick just one, knowing that by achieving this one goal, your whole life will level up. All of those other goals that you wrote down are going to become easier because they will all also be affected. And you're going to be, by focusing on this one goal, you will be developing the self-identity that you are a person that reaches their goals. This goal should feel a bit scary (laughs) because like I mentioned before, we're going to use our goals as a vehicle for self-growth. So we want it to cause your your self-love, your self-image to evolve, right? And so if you have a little bit of fear around whether or not you can hit this goal, that means you're actually doing it right. There is an absolutely wonderful quote by Pema Chodron that I just have really latched onto since I heard it long ago or read it long ago. I believe it's from her book, um, When Things Fall Apart. But the quote is, fear is a natural reaction to moving closer to the truth. It's scary to be authentic. It's scary to admit what you really want and to fully go after that. It's scary to go against the grain. 
We have been taught from a very young age to conform. So when we drop other people's shoulds and we actually go after what we want and we set goals around what we want, and we actually go after like living up to our full potential instead of protecting our potential and never giving ourselves the opportunity to even fail. When we start to do that, it really takes a lot of courage and it's going to bring up some uncomfortable emotions and that's okay. Another thing that going after a goal can do is help us build emotional resilience. And by emotional resilience, what I mean is basically our ability to cope with difficult emotions and to tackle life's challenges and to adapt to the changes that are inevitably going to occur in our life. And then to know that we are able to return to that feeling of being okay, to return to our center and a grounded, peaceful state, to know that we can move on then with our lives. So the knowledge that we can cope with difficult emotions and still be okay, come back to our center. That is emotional resilience. And so by going after a goal that brings up some fear, that brings up some uncomfortable emotions, (laughs) commotions, (laughs) that brings up some uncomfortable, difficult emotions, we are helping ourselves to build more emotional resilience. I'm gonna give like a couple examples of goals that you might have. And as we're going through this process, I'm gonna just kind of help you see how these might evolve. For example, one that I hear a lot from our community is, I want to get more involved in the causes that I care about. Another one that I hear a lot, this one comes from a a former client that I love. I want to start a daily meditation practice. Okay, so we'll take those, getting more involved, daily meditation practice, and we'll work through this process using those two goals. Next thing that we wanna do once we've chosen which goal we're going to be focusing on for the year or whatever time frame you set, we'll do that in a minute, is we want to make it SMART. I'm sure you've heard of SMART goals before. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So when we are making our goal specific, we wanna make sure that there is no way for us to misinterpret or confuse it. We wanna make it as specific as possible. Cause something that we can do is kind of like let ourselves off the hook (laughs) and not really take on that personal responsibility that we will do in a moment when we commit to our goal because it's a bit confusing, right? For example, Starting a daily meditation practice, that's a pretty vague goal. What we might say instead, in order to make it more specific, I'll meditate first thing in the morning in my living room for 20 minutes each day. In order to make the get involved goal a bit more specific, we could say, I'm going to volunteer for an organization that is fighting against climate change for three hours each week. Right, so we've given ourselves a lot more specifics. We actually, this thing is becoming a lot more tangible, which again can be scary because (laughs) because we're actually committing to something real and not just this vague idea. So it does make it scary, but that's okay. We can handle that, that fear. It means we are getting closer to our truth. All right, so we also wanna make it the M in SMART measurable. So you wanna ask yourself, what will you measure and how will you measure it? 
for example, we could um, say, say with the meditation goal, each Sunday you could stick a sticky note on your mirror with check boxes, right? With five check boxes or seven check boxes, however many days you want to meditate in the morning, and you check a box each meditation center or <laughs> each meditation session, right? You could also track the time that you spend volunteering in your calendar. So you actually block off that time that you have spent volunteering in your calendar. So you can see it, right? Like you want a way to track and measure your goals. That's one of those systems that you want to set up for yourself. The A in SMART is attainable. So for example, maybe with that, we, like, we really want to look at our goal and set ourselves up for success. And so we want to look at like, is meditating for 20 minutes every single morning, every day of the week, actually attainable? Hmm. Think about it. Think about your life. And if not, then scale it back a bit. That's totally fine. Scale it back a bit. And then maybe the next time you go through a setting goal setting process, you scale it back up, right? And so when you're looking at your calendar and you're thinking about how much you have to do, is three hours of volunteering a week really, is that really something that you can do? Is that something that you can commit to? Is that incredibly overwhelming? Maybe it's better to focus on volunteering for one hour a week instead of three, right? So make sure that it's attainable. Next, the R in SMART, relevant. So we wanna get really clear on the why behind your goal. And so I would encourage you to actually write this down, why this goal is really important to you, how it aligns with your values and your priorities, how it gets you closer to your North Star that I mentioned earlier. Why is it so important that you persist even when it's hard and that you achieve this goal? So write this down and when you're feeling unmotivated, when things get tough, and they will, <laughs> we can expect that. I'm actually so, in um, not next week, but the week after that, I'll be talking about the phases that we go through, like the mental kind of phases that we go through um, and the motivational levels that we go through as we're going towards our goals. But things will get tough. You will have moments where you are not motivated and that is part of the process that is totally normal. So we wanna really get clear on our why and write that down so we can refer back to it. Next, the T in SMART, time bound. When will you know when you've achieved your goals? Certain goals will have a specific end date. For example, if I have an income goal, let's say for my business for the year, like December 31st, that will be my end date for that income goal, for example. But you also, for example, like, like when you get involved, that example or that example goal that I mentioned, like getting involved, you wanna have a specific a specific end date, if you will, or a specific end goal, if you will, so that you know that you have reached that goal. So maybe when you have reached your goal, you've plugged in, you've started volunteering, and you have volunteered for one hour every week for a month. Maybe that is when you're like, okay, I have reached this goal, period. You can put a little period at the end of it. Awesome. So. Yeah, we just wanna make sure that we're not too vague <laughs> and that we're able to put the systems in place through like even starting out, even with the goal setting, making sure that we're setting ourselves up to get those systems in place that will support us in reaching our goal. And so I'll be talking about that a bit more next time. All right, the next 
thing that I want to mention, and this this kind of go it's similar to the last point, but basically giving yourself a start date and an end date. So for example, I will be meditating first thing in the morning in my living room for 20 minutes each weekday by April 30th, let's say. And what this allows by having this end date, this allows us to chunk our goal down into milestones. And so this is maybe something a little different than you've done in the past, but it helps us to focus on the process. We want to chunk our goal down into, let's say, four milestones and have these scale up during the duration of your your goal, the duration of time between your start date and your end date. So remember, we have that hit of dopamine (laughs) right after we set our goal. And so you're you're going to want to go like full steam ahead, capitalize on that motivation, start doing it 100% right now, right? That all or nothing mindset creeping in. But instead, I want to encourage you to chunk your goal down into milestones. And so you can ask yourself, what is the date of this milestone? So say your goal that you want to hit over the first four months of the year, right? So um, we can say January, February, March. So the end of each of those months will be our milestone dates and the milestone outcome. For example, let's say with the meditation goal, let's just dive into that a little bit. So you might start with meditating five minutes a day, three times a week, and we'll set those days. So let's say Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Then in February, ramp up to five minutes a day, five times a week. Then in March, 10 minutes a day, five times a week. April, 20 minutes a day, five times a week. There you are, you have reached your goal, but you've allowed yourself to begin building a habit, right? And and ramp up to your end goals. This is how we create lasting change. This is how we enjoy the process. This is how we allow ourselves to celebrate and and praise those that progress, that effort, instead of just saving that for the very end when we've reached our goal. This is all about enjoying the process. And it's a much more compassionate way to approach our goals because it breaks down that all or nothing mindset, right? So instead of making that huge change all at once and then completely burning ourselves out, beating ourselves up when we can't sustain it because again, we haven't planned properly, we can instead build the self-image of a meditator by focusing on these small incremental steps and building up to that ultimate larger goal. And so this will give us a sense of accomplishment along the way, which is really key for lasting motivation. (laughs) All right, last, I want to encourage you to do some troubleshooting. So when you're looking at your goal and you're thinking about that timeline, you're thinking about the next few months, you can ask yourself, what obstacles could stop me from getting this done? How might I get distracted or What might happen? And then you can create a plan to overcome each of those obstacles. Because guys, like like something's gonna happen, like stuff is going to get in your way, right? We can expect that. That's not, it's not a problem. It doesn't mean that we failed if if some obstacle comes in our way. It doesn't mean that we can just throw up our hands and give up on our goal, right? 
Often that fear of failure stops us before we even get started. So instead what we can do is face that fear head on, face those things that might cause us to quote unquote, feel like we've failed head on and develop a plan to help ourselves overcome those things. For example, say you have a kiddo. I'm thinking of one of my friends right now. Say you have a very young kiddo who sometimes wakes up in the morning earlier than you would like her to. And so you could say, if I can't meditate in the morning, if my darling girl wakes up too early and I'm not able to meditate or earlier than I want her to, and I'm not able to meditate, I will blank, fill in the blank. I will meditate during my lunch break. I will meditate when I go to bed, like right before I go to bed. Instead of just throwing in the towel, if we have an off day or an off week, we can create a plan to overcome some of those obstacles. And then lastly, we need to commit to our goals. So I want you to really sit with this and commit to it. Like this brings a sense of closure to the goal setting process. What does this look like for you? You can make your own fun little ritual, get creative, whatever you want to do. But for me, what I typically do is I write it down. I write it down on a physical piece of paper and I post it somewhere. Maybe it's a phone reminder. Maybe it is a physical piece of paper that is like on your mirror. Maybe you make it part of your weekly planning process. So that's what I do. I have like a weekly review that I do, a weekly planning process that I do where I revisit the goal that I'm working towards. You could also tell your friends and get some outside accountability for your goal. So it's really important that you actually sub, or submit, submit to your goal. That's not what I meant to say. That you actually commit to your goal. So guys, that is the goal setting process. First, we make sure that we're in the right mindset. You can use some of those journal prompts that I mentioned before. You can find those in the show notes, of course. Then we brainstorm some goals. We pick one to focus on, just one. We make it smart that acronym that I described, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time bound. Then we give ourselves a start date and an end date and we chunk that goal down into four milestones that scale up over our time period. Then we do some troubleshooting and lastly, we commit. So next week, I'm going to take this a little bit further, now that you've identified the outcome, the goal that you want to achieve, we're going to talk about the how. So how can we put systems in place that will support you in reaching your goal? I think I already said this, but I'll just repeat again, that great quote by James Clear. You don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Absolutely love that quote so much. And yeah, I wanna make sure that you have the systems in place that you need to actually reach your goal. So please don't stop here. Be sure to listen to the next episode because like I mentioned before, these systems are important, that process piece, developing and growing our self-identity, so important. So we'll talk about that more next time. And I hope that this process was really, really helpful for you today. Please, if you feel called, send me your goals. I would love to hear what you'll be working towards over the next little while. 
And guys, if you would like to support the podcast, I would so appreciate it. You can tell your friends, please share this episode. If you know of somebody else who would find it helpful, let's share this healing work. All right, you all, I will be back in your earbuds next week. Until then, sending you a lot of love. Ciao. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And if you desire more support on your changemaker journey, please check out my free guide, Self-Care for Changemakers. You can find the guide and other goodies on my website at happymehappyearth.com. It's an honor to be in your ears. Thank you so much for listening.